You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. back everybody another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network my name is Nathan King not only a big game on Saturday for the Auburn football team presently but also for their recruiting efforts in the future um, we're joined here of course to discuss that by our recruiting reporter Mr. Christian Clemente Christian I mean I think it's fair to say this is the biggest recruiting weekend possibly of the season um, you, when you look at other home games that Auburn's got, but certainly this is one of the bigger, you know, this, this is up there with, uh, with, you know, your big sec games, whenever they come to town, this is, this is certainly up there. And it's a, it's an important weekend for Auburn to, to be able to like Brian Harson talked about just a couple days ago, uh, to be able to make an impact on these guys early in the season. And I think, you know, you've got the atmosphere working for you as well, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard to overstate how, uh, how important this recruiting weekend is going to be. Yeah, I'd go out on a limb and say that this is the biggest recruiting weekend of the season, um, simply because, you know, a lot of these kids, I mean, you're going to have just about everybody from the Southeast at this game. A lot of these kids, you know, they want to watch Auburn, but they also want to watch Penn State, too. And this is a great opportunity to watch, not even necessarily Penn State, but a Big Ten team. So you get to watch an SEC Big Ten game down pretty close to home for these kids. Um, And, you know, at the point of the season, too, you know, Georgia, South Carolina is this weekend, Miami, Texas A&M as well. But you know, this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest games kind of in the country and especially in this area um, for the weekend. So it's a great opportunity for Auburn to get kids on campus. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're going to have official visitors. They're going to have five stars. They're going to have, I, I would imagine it'll be well over a hundred kids that are all of importance this weekend. So it'll be busy. Um, you know, the good thing for Auburn is win or loss, as long as it's not a blowout loss, um, you can still have positive takeaways on the recruiting aspect from this weekend. Um, that atmosphere, Jordan-Hare Stadium, it always sells itself. Um, I mean, it has against Mercer and San Jose State, so you can only imagine what it will be for Penn State this weekend. Before we get to some groups of those 100-plus kids, uh, we'll talk about two in particular. Most recently, just this morning, we're recording this on Thursday. Auburn got a brand-new commitment things sort of evened out we'll touch on uh, we'll touch on why that was why they sort of went negative and then positive again at the same exact position but a new four-star wide receiver back in their 2023 class what can you tell us about uh, about Adam Hopkins and what he what he brings to this recruiting class yeah so it's a really nice addition I mean this is the highest rated commit of Auburn's class if you're looking at the 24-7 sports composite he's number 189 um, 
He's the number one wide receiver in the state of Georgia. I want to say he's like the number 17 player in the state of Georgia. So it's a pretty solid pickup. Um, I mean, Florida State was involved. Texas A&M was involved. Um, those are two of the schools that he had previously kind of been trending towards. Um, but, you know, as Texas A&M started to uh, filter off just a little bit there throughout the summer, Auburn started to kind of pop up. And Ike Hilliard kind of went to work quietly, which is what we've kind of seen him do in a couple of recruitments. Now he works very quiet. Um, he does his thing behind the scenes. It's not a lot of public stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, this kid pops up. And it's like, okay, wow, he's going to commit here in a couple of weeks. And it seems like Auburn is the team to beat or right there in the top mix. You know, that kind of happened again um, with Adam Hopkins. So it's a really solid pickup. You know, he's he's listed at six foot, 170 pounds. He's viewed as a guy by Auburn that can play outside as well. He's not limited to the inside and the slot. Um, they think with his athleticism, his uh, mix of size and kind of jumping ability and speed, that he could play outside. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of where he fits in at Auburn, but it's a pretty solid, not a pretty solid. I mean, it's a, it's a really pretty big pickup for Auburn's class. He's the highest rated commit. Now the day before, I believe um, in, in the morning. So about 24 hours before Carmelo English decommitted from Auburn. He's from right down the road at central Phoenix city. He's part of that pipeline of wide receivers at that school that they've just kind of churned out over the past uh, the past few years. Talk about a guy like Justin Ross, uh, EJ Williams, you know, just kind of goes on and on. So that that was a big pickup for Auburn when they were able to get a local guy like him. But you sort of you were talking to me over the past couple of weeks, you and Jason, you know, not that you guys were expecting this to happen, um, but his recruitment got a little interesting um, just in terms of the vibes that 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 he was giving off. What, in your opinion, I don't know that that you know the full details. I mean, you probably don't, but um, you know, what were some of the reasons that you could see for, for why he wanted to back off? You know, was it, was it something as simple as wanting to take more time and look at other programs or is there one program in particular that, that might be hot on his trail? Yeah. You know, I don't think I can perfectly identify one program. I think Kentucky is certainly in there. Uh, I think Alabama has continued to recruit him, which, you know, anytime an in-state kid is wanted by Alabama, it's a very tough recruitment. Um, so I think those are two of the programs that you would really look at right now. But, you know, you kind of touched on it. Um, things had gotten interesting. You know, it was it wasn't necessarily intel. It was more so reading tea leaves. You know, we were having difficulty getting a hold of Carmelo English. Um, he wasn't really responding to messages and stuff like that. You know, Jason has been doing this forever now. And he said, I've, I've seen this before. I don't I don't know if he's going to be sticking. So obviously we didn't report it because it's simply tea leaves and we were just kind of reading reading into stuff a little bit and we didn't want to read in it too far, but clearly Jason was on the right track there because he does end up decommitting. Um, it, you know, it was a tough blow for Auburn's class. That's one of the in-state kids, one of the few in-state kids really that they had committed in what's a really solid 2023 Alabama um, recruiting class. So, you know, it's a tough blow, but Adam Hopkins committing pretty much wipes it out almost instantly. You know, you replace a guy that, um, I mean, they're similar frames. They're similarly ranked, similar players. You, know, you pretty much pretty much swap them in and out. And to my knowledge, Auburn does want to still bring in a third wide receiver in the class. So now you do kind of have to continue looking for a third guy. But overall, Adam Hopkins really, I mean, it really softens the blow of Carmelo English decommitting. So let's get into this weekend. Who are some of the biggest names um, on tap for Auburn? And um, I guess when you look at this list, as a whole, what are the biggest, you know, obviously you've got some guys that 
maybe are are closer to Auburn than others. You know, who who are some of the maybe the long shot names that are that are just big recruits? Like you said, there's a lot of five stars that Auburn just wants to get on campus, and then maybe who are a few guys who might be close to an, a decision, whether that's for Auburn or for somebody else that's that's maybe a little bit higher up on Auburn's board at the moment. Yeah, so some of the long shots, I mean, they're getting some 2024 five stars in, like K.J. Bolden, Edric Houston. Um, so those are long shots. I mean, I don't really know where – it doesn't seem like Auburn stands towards necessarily the top of their recruitment, but you know, those are guys that are um, from the Georgia area, so they're just going to drive down, check out the game. We'll see. Maybe after this weekend, Auburn puts themselves in a better spot. Uh, but, I mean, the two headliners um, – it's kind of crazy because they're five stars and people have almost gotten used to seeing them at Auburn because they've been here so much now, but anytime they visit, it's a big deal. So, I mean, the two headliners are clearly in my mind, James Smith and Quay Rusa, um, the five-star defensive lineman, James Smith and the five-star edge Quay Rusa teammates over there at Carver in Montgomery. Um, and they've been to Auburn. They've been to Auburn a ton, man. They were here for Mercer. Um, they both took their official visit in June. They both visited several times in the spring They've been to games beforehand. They're plenty familiar with Auburn, and you know Auburn is putting the full court press on them. Um, if Auburn's able to land them, they're a package deal. Um, if Auburn's able to land them, I mean that's a historic land for Auburn, and especially for Brian Harson's program. Um, that that would do absolute wonders for this recruiting class. So getting them back on campus, getting them in for a big game is huge. You know you've got a ton of other headliners, um, Jelani Thurman, you know the Ohio State commit. It seems like all of the Langston Hughes guys, the Langston five, as we like to call them, um, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman, Aaron Nolan, Joshua Horton, and Terrence Love, the Auburn commit who will be in on his official visit. seems like all of those guys will be in. Um, still not 100% on Hughley, but seems like he'll make it. So those are some of kind of the biggest names to look out for this weekend. But like I said, there's going to be so many kids there. When you're, when you're at the Mercer and the San Jose State game and, you know, we spend pregame on the sidelines where the recruits are, um, you kind of have to look around and try and see who you want to get a picture of pregame and make sure you kind of identify those recruits that they're there. For this one, as soon as a recruit walks by, you want to stop them, talk to them, and grab a picture real quick because pretty much every single one of these recruits is going to be a big deal for Auburn. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Yeah, I'm just looking at your visitors list here, which uh, of course Auburn Undercover subscribers can can see in its entirety. Um, but just a ton of targets for them that have maybe gone elsewhere. A guy like Jaden Osbury um, is is big. You mentioned Jelani Thurman, so that's a Notre Dame commit. That's a that's an Ohio State commit. Darren Reed is the LSU commit. You also have DJ Chester. Um, I mean, it, who's not coming? I mean, it seems like it's almost a a comprehensive list of the you know ones and one A's on Auburn's board. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, the one guy I could think of that's not coming is Tony Mitchell, and he was just in for the San Jose State game, um, and he'll be back later this year for an official visit. Uh, that's the Alabama defensive back commit. He's going over to Texas A&M, Miami um, this week. You know, Auburn and Texas A&M are two of the main schools still involved um, for the Alabama commit there, but pretty much everyone in the area is going to be at this game, man. I mean, 
it's going to be five stars, high four stars, top targets, um, just about everybody. And, you know, there's a couple of kids that personally I think are going to be on commit watch as well. Um, you've got Janoris Wilson coming in for his official visit. That's a kid who I think Auburn fans at this point are probably plenty familiar with. We've talked about him a ton. Um, he visited, I want to say, June 8th or June 9th. Um, got an offer then. Came back for Big Cat Weekend. Absolutely loved it. He was about this close to committing. He was very, very close then. Um, and, yeah, I think it's certainly a possibility he could end up pulling the trigger this weekend. Um, that's something that we're personally prepared for. I think that's a possibility. Um, I also wouldn't go into panic mode if it doesn't happen. And, you know, and he says, you know, I'll have my commitment date three weeks from now or something like that. I think Auburn leads the way in a big way in this recruitment. Missouri and North Carolina and Georgia Tech are also involved, but they're all trailing Auburn pretty big right now. And then another one that's kind of flying under the radar because he's only a three-star, but he's a pretty big target for Auburn would be Tyler Scott, uh, listed as a safety by 24-7 Sports, but he's told me Auburn's recruiting him as a cornerback. Um, that's the Arkansas State commit. He's a low three-star. I want to say he's like in the 1400s in the 24-7 Sports composite, but that's a kid who's picked up Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, UCF, Auburn offers all within the past couple of weeks. Um, and he's really risen up the rankings. He's had a really good start to his senior season. Uh, he didn't go to necessarily a ton of camps and stuff like that. His name didn't get out there quite as much. So his ranking wasn't quite as high. But Arkansas State seems to have made a really good identification there and evaluation. And, you know, unfortunately for them now, these other schools are starting to pick up on it. Um, and, he probably won't be committed there much longer. Auburn seems to be kind of the offer that's really stuck out to him so far. We haven't gone super in depth on recruiting, at least on this show, since the season started. Obviously, we've been we've been focused on the football team getting rolling. But I guess just what is your impressions overall of of their recruiting efforts since since the end of that you know really hot recruiting period at the end of the summer? Not necessarily in terms of commitments for them, but just getting a lot of guys on campus to now you're getting back into the games where. It's Penn State, it's LSU, you know, moving forward in the other SEC games where you're going to have a lot more visitors on campus. I mean, I, I know it always goes back to they just need to win games. It's kind of like the the chicken and egg situation. They need to win games in order to get good recruits. And then for Brian Harson to succeed in the future, they need to have good recruits in order to win games. So, you know, how much how much is the emphasis still on that? How much are they still battling negative recruiting in, in that department? And I guess just your overall takeaways of, of what they've done on the recruiting trail here in the early portion of the season. Yeah, no, they certainly are. I mean, that's why Auburn is 62nd in the team recruiting rankings and last in the SEC right now with only eight commitments. But I think, you know, the same message that we've said since the summer um, still reigns true in the sense that if you win, you seem to be set up for a possibly really successful recruiting class. And that's because you're getting a lot of these kids to campus quite a few times and they say really positive things about Auburn. They just want to see it on the field, and they want to know that these coaches will be here. I mean, you look at the Mercer game. You get James Smith and Quay Russo to show up. You get Darren Reed, the LSU commit, to show up. You look at San Jose State. You get Tony Mitchell to show up. You get Jelani Thurman to show up. The quantity isn't necessarily there for these first two games, which you don't expect it to be there at all. But the quality, especially at the top, has especially been there. I mean, you've had some really big surprise visitors you did a fantastic job getting them in, which I think a things that fans might not necessarily think about for these smaller games, it gives these recruits like the Tony Mitchell, like the James Smith and Quay Rousseau, it gives these kids a lot more time to spend with the coaches in pregame and postgame because, you know, Penn State, 
I mean, they're going to make the rounds. They're going to try and talk with everybody, but they're going to have to talk quick. I mean, there's so many kids there and they're all priority. You have to make sure everybody gets at least a little bit of love. But for San Jose State, you know, Zach Etheridge, Jeff Schmetting, Brian Harson, they could spend a ton of time with Tony Mitchell. Um, so I think that's that's been a really big positive for Auburn. You know, we didn't think the first two weekends would necessarily be all that big, and they haven't been in terms of numbers. But in terms of the quality, I mean, I think it's the quality at the top has been pretty fantastic for Auburn, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, even just pregame during warmups, I mean, we're out there and you see somebody like Brian Harson. I, I don't remember who. It might have been Thurman. I think it was Keldrick Falk and Thurman too. Yeah, Falk. Keldrick Falk. I forgot about him. He was here for San Jose State as well. Um, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah. I mean, that's again, that's another one of those guys that you've talked about. Guy like Falk, guy like Thurman are the ones who kind of want to see it happen. Maybe both Uli even want to see it happen on the field. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point. That's not something that um maybe every every single fan knows, but yeah, I mean, when you're down there pregame, it's kind of just a, a sea of recruits. Um, but at these smaller games, there's not a ton of them. And so, like you mentioned, I mean, I, you see Jeff Schmetting, you see Rock Bell and Tony literally step out of warmups. They're not necessarily needed a ton yet. And players are, are pretty good going through it themselves. But in the early portion of warmups, you know, they can step out. They can chat for just a minute. That kind of thing matters. Whereas this weekend, I mean, you, you'll have to you'll have to box out a little bit, I think, because those sidelines <laughs> for these <laughs> kinds of games, it's going to be absolutely crazy. I mean, I don't even know how much we'll be able to see warmups from uh, from up in the box because there's there's going to be so many guys on the sideline. But of course, Christian will have all that covered for you guys over at auburnundercover.com. It is going to be, and I'm pretty glad it's an afternoon game because it's from, from two 30 till, you know, middle to end of the day on Sunday, there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, especially if Auburn wins the game, I'll be really interested, interested to see what recruits have to say about that. But like you said, win or loss, it, it'll be a great atmosphere, which is, which is always big for a game like this. And if you're Auburn, you're, you're still trying to keep these guys tethered along and, and you know, hoping that down the stretch of the season you can get some wins and maybe get some of them on board. So we appreciate Christian for jumping on today and giving you guys a quick recruiting update before the big weekend. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please go leave us a five-star review. That's the number one thing that helps us out. The bumper music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And until the next episode where me and Jason will react to the game on either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning, we'll catch you guys later. Everybody enjoy the game. Talk to you later. Thank you.